Welcome to NFT Heat. We're bringing the top NFT thought leaders straight to you. If there's something you enjoyed on this episode, and we really hope you did, please take a screenshot of the episode and make sure to tag us on Twitter at NFT Heat. We really appreciate your support and you are the only reason we're growing. So to help us, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll then give your review a shout out on a future episode. Welcome to NFT Heat. Whether you're inside the industry or new to the NFT space or an NFT OG, we're going to provide you with the necessary NFT alpha to crush. We'll bring in the top guests and deep dive in how NFTs will transform the metaverse, DeFi, and social tokens. I'm Justin Shankro, the king of alpha. Is that right? That's correct. Oh, John says it's right. If John says it's right, it's right for sure. From child actor to Stanford to NFT entrepreneur, I'm here with my stellar co-host and best buddy, John Kraske, who was an executive in the design space in New York City for years. And then he pivoted into the NFT space and is crushing it in the NFT space and the metaverse space. And I can guarantee you this, he's in the trenches every day, learning, growing, and seeking alpha starting at 4 a.m. So if he can do it, I can do it, you can do it too. So we are really, really, really pumped to have an incredible guest on today, and we'll tell you all about her in a quick sec. But John, what's new in the NFT space? What's going on? You tell me, man. You've been blowing up LinkedIn lately about the NFT market. What's going on, oh, Justin? Oh, boy. Oh, the NFT market. is It's its taken a, a little bit of a dive this weekend, and um, its it's slightly depressing, but it'll come back. Okay. Right, because as you know, I am I'm all about my alpha and all about NFTs and how they're changing and pivoting every single industry. So it'll come back. But Saturday, Sunday, and this morning were it, it slightly painful, slightly painful. But it's okay. We're coming back. We're giving you NFT heat in 30 minutes or less. Serious alpha. Get ready for today's guest, who's sensational. Today's guest is Somi Arian. She's the FemPeaks founder and CEO. Somi is a tech philosopher, a multi-award winning filmmaker, author, LinkedIn top voice, and TEDx speaker. Woohoo! <laughs> Welcome to NFT Heat, Somi. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're thrilled to have you. We're thrilled to have you. John, as you know, we go right into a five-question lightning round to provide alpha to our listeners. What is the first question for Somi? Somi, what is your favorite Discord? Uh, it's going to be Moonbirds. Wow. Ooh, Moonbirds. Wow. All right. How wow. many Moonbirds do you have? At the moment, I have one, but I'm seriously considering another one because uh, the market is dip dipping. Yes. All right. Well, even one is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, okay. Question number two, Somi. Why should people care about NFTs? Well, I think people don't realize NFTs are a whole new paradigm in the way that we build communities. Um, and yeah, that's why they should care about it. This is for the same reason that they cared about social media, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So this is the next paradigm in the way that we build communities. Love it. Love it. Somi, question three. Is it too late for people to invest in NFTs? The market is just getting started. So definitely not, uh, you know, and also... You know, I don't know what, what you mean by invest in NFTs because it, it's kind of like saying, is it too late for people to invest in social media? Like mm -hmm. I think of NFTs as a way, like I said, to build communities. So the fact that it has a monetary value is a, you know, icing on the cake. So get in. Get in, get in. 
Okay, you kind of answered this earlier, but we're going to ask it in a different way. Favorite NFT project? Again, at the, at the moment, it's got to be Moonbird. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, I figured that was the answer. Wow. All right. Somi understands lightning, though. Yeah, she gets lightning. I love it. So, Somi, fifth and final <laughs> yes. question. What do you say to people who say NFTs are just JPEGs? Um, I will tell them that it's kind of like, you know, uh, wearing a, uh, well, you know, like I always compare it to Patek Philippe, okay? You know, if you think about why would you spend 200000 you know, $300,000 on a Patek Philippe uh, when you could wear another watch that will tell you the time. <laughs> so the reason why you buy those JPEGs is for the same reason that you would buy the Patek Philippe. This is the new way that le- legacy is built. So this is, these are legacy brands that are building. Now, I'm not saying that every NFT project is a legacy brand, but this is the new paradigm in the way that we build legacy brands. Very cool. And so pretty much you're saying Moonbirds is a legacy brand in the making. I think so. Yes, I think so. I mean, I have a lot of um, a lot of respect for the team, and um, yeah, I think they're they're going places. That was some serious lightning, Somi. Amazing heat. Wow, you crushed it. How many points out of ten, John, for Somi? I mean, we gave a seven billion. Yeah. I don't know. We should give her at least seven billion as well. How about seven billion and one? Yeah, let's do it. Seven billion and one points. <laughs> Amazing, Somi. You killed it. You crushed it. So cool. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper and we want to find out more about how you got into the crypto and NFT space. Interestingly, I became interested in blockchain technology before I got into uh, crypto uh, and, and later on NFTs, which is quite interesting because whenever I talk to different people, most people have gotten into this space because they saw the market, you know, the price rising and they thought that this is interesting. But for me, around 2018, I started to hear, hear a lot more about <laughs> blockchain technology. And I was like, um, I, I started reading a lot of books about it. And the first thing that came to my mind was that this is going to disrupt Amazon, Apple, Google. This is why I was interested in it. So, so I didn't actually make the connection between, uh, I mean, of course, I, I realized that Bitcoin was, uh, you know, blockchain, but I didn't really make the connection to the monetary value right away. For me, it was mainly about the fact that this was going to disrupt big brands and uh, anything that is that disruptive is uh, very interesting to me. So I actually made a documentary called The Millennial Disruption in 2017, uh, which won several international awards and it's got Gary Vaynerchuk in it. And uh, I also interviewed people from, you know, like the uh, managing director of Marie Claire and, uh, you know, director of um, of uh, The Economist. And we talked about, it was called The Millennial Disruption. And we, we were talking about disruption and disruptive technologies and how they are going to change the nature of business. So, um, at the end of that documentary, there is a sentence that I say, if you can't get your head around the way that digital marketing works right now and um, the way that uh, technology is disrupting millennials behavior, what are you going to do when blockchain technology is here? <laughs> and, you know, and, and that time has now come and a lot of companies went out of business, you know, you know, and, and I know that like now we talk about it and we smile but it's a very, very bitter smile because I don't want to see companies going out of business, you know? So I was trying to explain to them, guys, you know, get on board because if you, for every trend uh, in technology that you miss, the next one is going to be harder to get on. Love it. Love wow. it. 
Somi, can you tell us how you decided to build Fempeak and decide subsequently to launch NFTs? Yeah, sure. So Fempeak initially started out as a mostly female-focused platform, Uh, but we have since changed um, that because I realized that a lot of women coming to the platform, they could really benefit from networking and, uh, you know, working together with their male counterparts and, and people of all other backgrounds. I realized that it was actually being very limiting if we were only female. Um, so since then we have, uh, we have actually, you know, expanded and we now have, um, members who are men. We have got speakers who are men and, but we are building a, a space that is really uh, supportive of women. And we want to make sure that as men come into the platform, that they, that for once there is like a, maybe a mostly women, uh, you know, for example, in Moonbirds, there's like less than a hundred of us women, you know, I'd say like maybe even less than maybe around 50 or 60 women. So, so out of 10,000 people in the, in the community, there's like a, a handful of women, right? So uh, I wanted to kind of change that dynamic. So the NFT uh, project is really focused around building this idea of men supporting women. And uh, the first drop is, um, you know, the, the first collection is all women. The second collection is mostly men and some uh, LGBT non-binary and, and other um, genders. So uh Basically, with this, the idea and the second collection is, is going to be called Allies. And the idea is to build this uh, culture of allyship. And again, going back to why NFTs matter, because NFTs are a way that we build culture. So I want to create a new culture whereby women are supported by men and men are part of that community because they want to learn. Um, but once maybe they learn from us, we can woman-splain rather than, you know, being mansplained, you know. And um, it gives us an opportunity to build a culture that is inclusive and we have men in the community too. But for once, we will be the ones teaching mostly. Amazing. We need to learn a lot. So this is a, a great idea and I'm glad you're leading this. This is really sensational. So with your NFTs, you talk about on your website how the philosopher Nietzsche inspired the collection. Can you talk to us a little bit about how he inspired the collection and then what utility your NFTs provide? Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm as a philosopher, I would say I'm a Nietzschean. Um, I really love Nietzsche because I think he was so uh, ahead of his time. And he talked about the concept of the Ubermensch being this, this uh, person um, who is uh, constantly self-overcoming, you know, really like I would see it as like the next generation of humans or the next maybe uh, generation, maybe it's not the right word, but like the next evolution of humanity, uh, what he was talking about. And I see that technology is enabling that right now. You know, we are in this century, we are merging with technology. Uh, so um, we are able to really, we have already merged with technology. If you think about your mobile phone, it's an extension of you. Your computer is an extension of you. You know, you lend some part of your thinking and processing to these devices. And we are increasingly merging with technology. So um, Nietzsche's concept of Ubermensch is what, uh, uh, you know, really um, made, made me get really excited about technology and how technology is changing humanity. And he's like, 
um, happiness and like this kind of optimism for, for the future of humanity. Um, and at the same time, Nietzsche was uh, really inspired by a woman called uh, Andrea Salomelu. And she also inspired Freud and, um, you know, a number of other thinkers of her time. But most people don't know about her. So this was like, Yes, we all know and celebrate Nietzsche, but actually Nietzsche was inspired by a woman and a lot of people don't know. And she was a philosopher, you know, and, and an author. And, um, uh, that's how sort of the, uh, the, um, inspiration came from how, um, the relationship between these humans, uh, you know, uh, uh evolved to, uh, like I see us as being like the, the kind of like future generations of, of those thinkers. Um, and uh, uh, like I said earlier, the idea is that the, the females will be paired with males and other, um, you know, other genders as allies. Um, and uh, in terms of utility, uh, it will give you access to the platform. You know, we have got a lot of educational content. Um, and also, as we move forward and as we build, you know, once we raise, uh, once we uh, release our next um, uh, uh you know, next group of next collection of NFTs as well. You know, we, I'm working on creating things like, you know, experiences like people can go to MIT with me. One of our advisors on, on, on the collection is an MIT professor of um, astrophysics, Professor Sarah Seeger, you know, and, uh, you know, we could go to MIT, we can go to, you know, stargazing, go to CERN, you know, like, like these are the kind of places that, um, that I want to go and I want to create these experiences. And I would really love to create something without giving away too much. That would be quite family friendly in, in the future. And like, you know, encouraging a lot of young, uh, young people, girls, boys, you know, and get into these, um, these fields and like really encourage, uh, everything to do with, uh, technological explor- exploration. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. So me. What do you think of the current state of female and diversity representation in the NFT and Web3 spaces? Well, as I uh, gave you the example of, you know, us in the Moonbirds, right? So um, there's like less than 50 of us, maybe, you know, um, definitely less than 100, might be 50 or 60. So that's like half a percent. So essentially what happens is that um I believe that around 25% of women have a crypto wallet, uh, within this, uh, you know, uh, although they say 25%, my experience of anecdotally from what I see around me seems to be a lot less. Um, and then, um, around 15% of women work in the industry and only 1% are in leadership. Um, but again, from what I see, I see a much lower number than even, even that. You know, when I go to conferences, I see a much lower num- number. And what's really sad is that even where there are women, sometimes they are objectified and it's like not in a nice way. For example, I went to a conference this uh, Saturday, um, the Coin Bureau conference here in London, and somebody was handing um, leaflets and the, there was, they, they handed me a leaflet and it was like this picture of a girl. It was like something to do with Bitcoin girls or something like that. And like, um, she was like, uh, like in, in a swimsuit. And I was like, why does it have to be like, like that? You know, and I'm, I'm actually going to take a picture and post it on, um, on Twitter. But then I, part of me thought like, if I do that, I'm probably even acknowledging them, you know? So it's kind of like really sad. And they were going around in this conference and, and handing this. And I heard some examples of that, uh, in the Bitcoin conference in Miami from people who were there. So it's kind of sad. 
What are some of the biggest challenges you've encountered while building FemPeak? I would say the biggest challenge is actually getting women interested in it. You know,、mm-hmm. like I, I, you know, it's a bit of a vicious cycle, right? So, so women say, "Oh, we we are not getting enough opportunities," but then they are not really stepping up. You know, and、uh, it's so hard to get women interested in, um, you know, in taking that plunge to kind of create their wallets. You know, buy some ETH, learn about these things,、mm-hmm. learn about how. Look, I'm I I don't want to.、Um, Be negative at in any way, you know. I built this、uh, movement to overcome that, but honestly, like, come on, ladies, <laughs> you know, just like, you know, just, just, just get on with it. Let's go! <laughs> come on, ladies, let's go to Fem Peak. Yes, we're all about it. <laughs> love it, love yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely. If you think about the fact that, you know, even even collections like World of Women are. Like not really picking up. Like world of women should be at forty, fifty ETH right now,、mm-hmm. but it's like sitting at four, five ETH. So that's part of the reason why I've decided to, with our next collection, to go with like this、uh, idea of bring、um, the male pair- pairing because otherwise, women,、um, you know, there just aren't enough women who are buying NFTs who are getting into this space. So I'm hoping to create something that is more like pair friendly, you know, and and. And hopefully create a a feeling that like and and have more women, more men in the in the movement as well. Love it, love it, love it. So I mean, we talk a lot about community on this podcast. What is the best way for brands to take their communities from Web two and bring them into Web three? Yeah, that's、um, that's a very interesting question. The truth is that it's a bit of a, a situation like、uh, you know the um uh, the innovators dilemma uh, that. Um, Uh, I think I'm trying to remember his name, the gentleman who wrote that book.、Um, but but essentially, Clayton Christensen, that's his name.、Um, so essentially,、uh, the way to think about it is that for these companies to、uh, innovate, they have the same problem that they had when they were trying to start doing social media marketing. But this is now on another level. Right, so this is the the next level of、uh, difficulty. And if these companies,、uh, the Web two companies, because when we say Web two companies, you know, it's like it, it's everything from banks to you know、um, uh, a crisp company. You know, like it can be anything. So it just just like they had to adapt to social media and start going from. Having a broadcast to their audience, to having a dialogue with them. Now they have to go to the next level, where they go from broadcast to dialogue to now actually share ownership, and that's a big step for them. So they they really need to kind of come to terms with the fact that they need to share their IP and they need to be open to.、Um, Give a piece of their business essentially to their uh, uh, to their uh, audience, and then of course there is this steep learning curve that comes with learning everything to do with with Web three. So it's um,、uh, look, I, I empathize. I I can understand that it's definitely not easy. Wow, they should well, come to Fan Peak. Come to the, go to Fan Peak. <laughs> go to Fan Peak Web two brands. <laughs> go talk to Somi and her community. And they will onboard you in the right community kind of way and educate you on the space. Incredible,、yes. Somi. This was an amazing episode. Where can people find out about you and Fem Peak and all the incredible things you're doing in the NFT and metaverse space? Sure, of course. 
Um, so uh, find me at Somi Ariane. That's S O M I A R I A N. Uh, Somi Ariane at Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and Fempeak uh, is the platform Fempeak.ai. That's F E M P E A K dot AI. And also, if you want, you can see some of Fempeak's NFTs over here. So you get a really great idea of how incredible they are. Definitely worth checking out. Go check out Somi's website, the movement she's building for women and how us as men need to learn from women. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. My mom is amazing and all the women in the space are sensational. And on NFT Heat, we talk about onboarding many more women in the space. It's one of our missions. So we're, we're thrilled that that's your huge mission as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and definitely remember, we are not just for women. We are for everybody. It's by women for everyone. Love it. <laughs> well, right. we, thank you so much for your time. You brought the heat. You brought the alpha. It was sensational, Somi. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Next week, stay tuned for another NFT thought leader who's going to pop in with more alpha. In the meantime, get collecting, continue learning, and growing. We're NFT Heat. A huge thank you to two of the creative engines behind this show. First, to LaFlex for the super smooth intro and outro music. What you're hearing is the song Love to You off his 2019 album Flex Appeal. And lastly, a big thank you to Bernardo Rodriguez for the awesome logo for the show. You can check him out on Instagram at Art of Bernardo. Everyone, we just want to give you a massive thank you for listening to NFT Heat. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFT Heat. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Next week.